Hi everyone and welcome again to Faith Life with Pastor Earl and friends. We're so delighted you have joined us. If you're trying to find all the different episodes, we're on about our 41st episode, just go to podbean, podbean.com and then as you do your search, or you can just write in the words Faith Life, one word, with Pastor Earl and friends, and you'll be able to find us there. We appreciate you listening. We have hit a milestone, a good milestone, not a millstone, a milestone, and that is some 2,500 uh, downloads, which that's no glory to me. It's Glory to the hunger for the Word of God. Now, how can you help? You can help by sharing. And then whenever you come to the site, hit the word, not every time, but the first time, hit follow. And then you'll be um, following. You'll get updates and things like that. So I'd appreciate if you would do that. Also, um, we shared with you if you'd like to Send your prayer needs, prayer requests. I pray over every individual that sends in a request. And you can do that at Charisman, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-N, 1234 at gmail.com. Charisman at 1234, sorry, 1234 at gmail.com. Or you can text me at 386-795-8494. We have two wonderful sponsors. Again, it must be Ladies' Night again because we have um, the Light of Hope Counseling. Now, these are very tough times and the holidays are tough seasons. And if you find yourself just on the verge of anything, then you need to reach out and get some help that you need. Nothing wrong with that. That's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. And so you might want to contact one of our sponsors, who is Tina with the Light of Hope Counseling, Tina Ball Blitz. Uh, 410-245-4225, 410-245-4225, so reach out and get the help that you need. Also, maybe you're buying or selling a home and you want some expertise help on that. Um, maybe you're, it's your first time or whatever, then contact Kelly Shockey, Kelly Shockey, and she is at 443-955-2465, We have been sharing with you the teaching out of the book of the Revelation. We took two broadcasts off to teach you how to pray according to Jesus in the Lord's Prayer. So 
Make sure you listen to those two particular broadcasts because that will really help you learn how to pray. I began using the Lord's Prayer as a pattern for prayer some 20 years ago, and it's dramatically changed my life and kept me close to the Lord, even through some extremely difficult times. So these are tough times. You're going to need the help of God. And so I would just encourage you to refresh or learn how to pray or commit yourself to prayer. It's the greatest thing that you can do. We're looking at the book of the Revelation, and we're going to do something unusual. Let me explain. Let me kind of give you the outline of what we have learned so far. Revelation 1 in verse 19 well, first of all, there's a blessing if you will read, hear, and keep the things in this particular book of the Bible, the book of the Revelation, the Apocalypse, the unveiling of the person, work, and plan of Jesus Christ and all about his kingdom. And so chapter 1 has the blessing uh, also, there's a Holy Spirit outline to follow for uh, the book of Revelation is chapter 1, verse 19, write the things which thou hast seen, chapter 1, write the things which are, chapters 2 and 3, and write the things which shall be hereafter, chapter 4, and continuing to the end of the book. The hereafter in 119 and chapter 4 and verse 1 is the same Greek word. So hereafter, and John is caught up to uh, heaven, and that is a picture of the rapture of the church, which may occur at any moment. There's a big difference between the two events, the rapture of the church and the return of Christ in glory, the rapture. We as saints are caught up to be with Jesus. First Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18, Revelation 3, 10, First Thessalonians 1, 9 and 10. So that's the rapture. Then there's the tribulation, which we will not go through, we may go through some tough times, and we are times of tribulation, but the tribulation, the seven-year period that we learned about in the prophecy of Daniel in chapter 9, 24 to 27, I have an entire broadcast on that, so look up that phenomenal prophecy and you will learn about this seven-year period. There's a 490-year period that God is dealing with Israel. 483 of those years have already transpired, and there's one period of seven years which is going to be hereafter triggered by the rapture the return of Christ in glory that you read about in Matthew 24, 
Zechariah 12 and verse 14, where he will light up the skies, where he returns with us, happens seven years later. Chapter 4 and 5 is an interlude. It tells us about heaven and heaven's administration and what's going on up there. It's a powerful passage of scripture. And in chapter 5, who is worthy to open up the seven sealed scroll? Only one is worthy, the lion of the tribe of Judah. That is Jesus. And so we will see the future revealed. And chapter 6 is a good portion, I believe, of the tribulation. And it is kind of like summarized um, at least a portion of the tribulation in the seven seals. There will be seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven bowls. And so um, Revelation chapter 6, you'll read about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. You'll read some incredible things, so read that chapter. Now, what I am not going to do is take you through chapter 7 through chapter 18 of the book of the Revelation. You say, why, Pastor Earl? Because that is all about the tribulation. You can read that for yourself, and I do not want, and I'm not saying the word of God ever bogs us down, but I do not want you to be bogged down if it would do that to you for some 13 chapters, and much of it is just very horrific events which will occur on the earth. I like the broadcast to inspire you, to educate you, to exhort, and to encourage you. Therefore, I'm not omitting those chapters. They are the inspired word of God. I'm just not at this time going to be teaching them verse by verse. Chapter 17 and 18 is all about a political and religious system. It's called the Great Harlot, and she rides upon the beast who is the Antichrist, and that's chapter 17 and 18, and it's kind of all the um, tribulation times, political and religious system, all of that. And you will learn about that, but you will see that Babylon is fallen. What is Babylon? It's primarily the one world political, one world economic, one world commerce, and one world religious system. So Babylon will fall. Is it a particular city? Some say Los Angeles, some say New York, some say a city like that, but it may be Babylon is located in modern day Iraq and it may be rebuilt and that may be where the 
a final headquarters is. And so what we're going to do now is take you to Revelation 19, Revelation 19, and take you verse by verse 20, 21, and 22. So follow along with me. We'll start with some out of chapter 19 today. So get ready for that in just a moment. We now enter Revelation 19, Revelation 6, all the way through 18. is just some very, very dark days, all about the tribulation, that seven-year period we learned about in Daniel 9, 24 to 27. But now as we enter chapter 19, we bring great joy to your life, telling you how it's all going to end up. Some of your suffering right now, just beyond imagination, going through really hard, difficult times. You say, God, if you're up there, is it ever going to get better? Yes, it is. But sin, like a bad fever, is working its way through mankind. And yet, darkness will end. And the true light of God will shine forever and ever. And evil and darkness and all that will be over. I love the passage of scripture where it says when we get to heaven, he'll wipe all tears from our eyes. So much pain, so much heartache. I pray on Monday evenings with a group of men that I met in Kentucky, some godly men, and we still pray together for several years on Monday nights. And we just talk about how difficult it is becoming for the average person. But now let's look to the future. And in the future, chapter 19, things are gonna get good. Things are gonna get beautiful and wonderful. So chapters six to 18 is all about the tribulation. And in chapter 19, verse one, it says, and after these things, Chapter 6 to 18, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven. And so here are the glorified saints. You and I will be there. And we are saying, Alleluia or Hallelujah. Praise be to Jehovah. Praise be to Jesus, salvation, word is soter, we have been saved, we've been delivered. If that doesn't make you excited, nothing else can. We give glory, doxa, glory to the one that brought us through all this and has a better plan for us throughout eternity. 
and honor because we honor him. Honor is a word indicates also value. We value the Lord of all things and power, dunamis, be unto the Lord our God. God is finally destroying all the enemies, destroying all the wickedness, and now he's delivering us morally, spiritually, in so many ways by his might and by his power. And as we go to the next verse, what we're seeing is this. For true and righteous are his judgments. You might be thinking if you read chapters 6 to 18 that God is a mean and an angry God, which he's not. When he judges, he judges righteously. All the wickedness, all the injustice, all the wrongs that were done, he's about to make everything right. And when God moves, don't question him. True and righteous, he always does the right things, are his judgments. For he had judged the great harlot, which did corrupt the earth, all chapter 17 and 18, all about that religious political system. She will be destroyed. She rides on the back of the beast, the Antichrist. It says, with her fornication. The fornication is a strong word, but it's just indicating that she has caused people to be corrupted morally, spiritually, and in so many other ways. And says she's corrupted the earth with her fornication. And it says that she has avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. God is coming down in wrath upon her, upon her system, upon the Antichrist, because she has shed this political, religious, Antichrist system has shed the blood of many, many saints. In our past, the system, the ungodly system, has done that to the saints and throughout history and all the way into the tribulation. She is a vicious murderer and the Antichrist is a vicious murderer. And again, they said, Alleluia, Alleluia. There are four Alleluias. Here's the third one. And again, they said, Alleluia, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. See, man thinks he's so powerful. Man sits in his lofty places and thinks he can never be overthrown. But God is able to do that in a moment. One word, and all that man builds 
corruptly can be destroyed. And then it says in verse 4, And the four and twenty elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. We'll be into chapter 19 again in our next broadcast and take you verse by verse from chapter 19, 20, 21, and 22. In chapter 19, we will see the marriage supper of the Lamb. We will see Christ's second coming in glory. We will learn about Armageddon. Chapter 20, we will learn about the thousand year of reign of Christ on the earth. And chapter 21 and 22, we'll study all the glories of the heavens and hereafter. This is your friend for Faith Life with Pastor Earl and friends. We love you. We care about you. If you would like prayer, if you would like to email me or text me, here is how you can reach me, charisman, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-N-1234 at gmail.com. Perhaps you'd like to pray, perhaps you'd like to share your testimony and just write it out for me, write and let me know how this broadcast is helping you. Perhaps you would like to underwrite and help us so we can spread the good news of the gospel. You can also text me at 386-795-8494. And so we love you. If you're without Christ today, let's have a word of prayer. And if you'd like to receive him, pray this prayer with me, Lord. I repent of my sin. I am sorry for the evil that I've done and my position as a sinner. And I receive you now as Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you. I love you. This is Pastor Earl.